we are back for podcast number three. Number three. Can I get a three from the lads? Three from the lads. Three from the lads. Three. No. I'm so no. sorry. I'm so sorry. This is this is the, not getting a three. If you've made it this far, uh, and you've listened to podcast <laughs> one and two, then I apologise. I don't. I don't. I can't help you guys. You guys are the worst in humanity. You got this far, and you're still listening. You made your own bed with this one. Um, if you've clicked this podcast by complete mistake, um, <laughs> please go back and listen to one and two before listening to this absolute shit show. Um, my name is Matt. We've got Andy and Reese, my two my two great friends online uh, on the, on the pod as always. Uh, we're about how how many beers roughly? Yes. Yeah, Andy's Andy's bottle of Bacardi in races about six seven pints of IPA in. I've had God knows how many uh, beers. I'm, I'm on. I'm on the on the beers and the whiskey. It's all going off here. <laughs> it's all popping off in Wales. It oh is. dear. So yeah, we were we were just discussing before um before Andy had to make a quick dash to to assist his wife. Um, hence the stopping brief of the podcast. Um, that uh, we were discussing my love for Doctor Who because that is one thing that has got me through this lockdown is re-watching Old School Doctor Who. So what we were just talking about Tiger King as well and how mental that is. So what's got you guys through um, lockdown and continues to get you through lockdown at this point as well? I, I don't know. I, I Similar to you, Matt, I kind of went on a Doctor Who binge at the start. Mm. Um, I, I binged the Matt Smith era I, because I I just wanted nostalgia. <laughs> I just wanted pure nostalgia from from like my childhood, where I thought that it couldn't get better than David Tennant, but I kind of grew into my own, and I just loved Matt Smith, like something about him. Just so, oh. well, this is going to be kind of a weird little point. So, with my job, which I'm not going to mention where I work, but I work uh, in a in a call center environment, shall we say? Um, excuse me. I'm quite privileged in the fact that I can still work from home. So working from home is good because obviously I sit in my bedroom where I record this and I have the television on in the background. And generally speaking, I have something familiar on. So when I'm not taking calls, when I'm not, you know, when I'm not, not, not listening, when I'm just listening to someone talk, I can sort of be watching television while I do it. And um, basically been binge watching New Who as well as Old Who and I'm about halfway through the season, uh, I think it's season six, which is Matt Smith's first season, and I forgot how fucking good it is. I forgot how much I love him as the Doctor. He's fucking awesome. He's my favourite Doctor. Yeah. He's my favourite Doctor. He's your favourite? Fuck, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'd say uh, uh, Peter Coward is mine, I think. Because he's really? so he's so angry and so Scottish I, and just so amazingly wonderful. Because of it. he's he's maybe my worst, <laughs> but <laughs> but right only because only because I haven't watched as much as him. But I like I generally like all the doctors. Have Have you seen the uh, the one where they have the invasion of the Saigons and he does the big speech oh. about war? Like because that will change your mind about that doctor. He is he does that big speech. 
uh, about war and how it's like kids playing with buttons. They don't know whose whose family's gonna die and all the rest of it. It's fucking powerful as hell. And also, um, heaven sent yeah, when he gets trapped in when he loses Clara and he gets trapped inside his own. I uh, guess trapped inside basically his own mind and he keeps getting killed. He has to break his way out of his own mind. It's fucking excellent. I love that man yeah, so like, much. I think like, <laughs> serious man uh, love going on for that man. <laughs> I like I like Peter Capaldi for the reasons why he's like a much darker doctor. Like, yeah. it's, it's nothing we've really ever seen before. Um I but, love I love his first episode when like he comes when um Strax knocks on the door, the TARDIS, and he comes out and goes <laughs> like shuts him up, doesn't he? Like, he starts chasing the dinosaur in his, in his pajamas. He's like, "Come here, big sexy woman." <laughs> yeah, but it, I think I think in terms of doctors, a lot of it's to do with the writing. Like the yeah. writing after the Matt Smith era kind of dropped drop, dropped off. Yeah, and at the moment, it's it's completely. Uh, I it's, love it's Doctor the, Who, but at it's the in moment, the gutter. It's not it really amazing, is. So. But the thing is, yeah. a lot of people say, "Oh, it's Jodie Whittaker." It's like it's not. Jodie it's not. It's not. She's such fantastic. a good actor. Yeah, it's such a good actress. Fantastic actress. I mean, I dropped, dog shit. I, I dropped out when um, the last episode I saw was on Maisie Williams, who was in Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the last episode I saw, and it was just like I couldn't carry on beyond that point. I was just like, is that, is that the one where they get their, their get their own TARDIS and she goes off on an adventure with Clara? Cause, yeah, because Clara dies, and then the Doctor, through his own grief, spoilers. like brings yes, yeah, spoilers, uh, brings <laughs> brings her back. Um, but she's like a she's a she's like a fault, like a moment in time, like she can't live, but she can't die. She's just in that second, and oh, she yeah. ba- and she basically like steals the TARDIS and is like, let's just go around and do whatever with Maisie Williams. Yeah, I, th- I think. <laughs> I think the the best thing about the Matt Smith era is the writing, like the, yeah. that storyline with the crack and so everything. Good. Oh, it's so good! But it gets so much better when the silence come. Oh, the silence! What a fucking beast! Of the, a... the the best enemy and all of like the the amount of stuff that leads up to the silence, like silence will fall and all that. Oh, yeah. it's just the way they planned it. Like ahead, and it's oh, it's just, it's just beautiful. And that's the thing. And it's right. like um, when DeLoreans like um, silence will fall when the question is asked, the oldest question in the yeah. universe. And he's like, "What question?" He's like, "Doctor Who." And I'm like, "Oh, and, yeah." <laughs> Full fist emoji. All, is it all the Daleks just go Doctor Who? Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Fucking nuts. Oh, what a fucking! I tell you what, I did oh. watch as well because obviously I was watching. Uh, I started watching series four. Which was David Tennant's last one before obviously he regenerates into Matt Smith. That end run that that um, Tennant does, so he done um, obviously in the end of the finale with Davros, at the end when Donna dies or gets forgets him, and then he done yeah. um, the Easter special, which is on the Red Planet. Uh, they done Waters of Mars, which was fantastic, and then they done uh, shits where- me up as a child. <laughs> terrifying. I watched it like two days ago. Fucking terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, when he comes back with with John Smith, John Smith, uh, John Sims, even to, uh, the master, 
And um, yeah. like he will knock four times. And then, of course, it's Wilf, isn't it? Of course, it's Wilf who causes him to regenerate. And he's like, I've got so much left to give. I don't want to go. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You're so angsty, tell him, but I love you for it. Oh, this is <laughs> so like, angsty. I love the fact that every time one of them, a doctor leaves, they kind of just address kind of the fourth wall in a certain way. Like yeah, the day of the, the doctor, and he's like, I don't want to go. He's like, He always says that. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, <sighs> like Matt Smith, when he looks into the camera, mm. he looks in, dead into the camera, and he just says, I will always remember the time when I was the doctor. And it's yeah. just breaking the fourth wall, and it is beautiful. Like, that that alone had me, like, sobbing. <laughs> it's so strange because, like, I grew up on Doctor Who. Mm. I saw it with my mum when I was younger. Like, I watched all the... Um, yeah, so who would have been your Doctor then when you were younger? So, the main Doctor I would have grown up on would have been John Pertwee. Okay, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and also Tom Baker. Mm. So I would have grown up on those, but I think my main doctor would have been would have been Matt Smith. Mm. It's difficult because, like, when I because I, I am the oldest out of us three, like <laughs> my mum was a big fan, so we used to watch like all the uh, the really early Doctor Who's, like William Hartnell and such. So. And the, which, yeah, which is all available on BritBox, and oh, it's, it's not yeah. an ad for BritBox, but BritBox is like six pound a month, <laughs> and it's fucking quality for that. Honestly, it's got all the dog two on there, and I'm just like, what more do you need? Plus, it's got all obviously everything else on there. Like, it's great. Yeah, so I used to watch that a lot with my with my mum when I was younger, and um, when it came back with David and uh, Chris Freckleston. Mm. I was like, I was there watching it from the very, very first instance. And like, um, he was there for a season, and I met my um, uh, my wife, and I got her into it. We were like watching David Tennant and stuff. So, yeah, I think, but I think the main, my favorite Doctor is Matt Smith because yeah. I think that he had like he was amazing. He was such a good actor. And like, I think it's acting like like I I'll be honest I came out of midway through the the last episode I saw was the one the Macy Williams from uh, Game of Thrones was in and I was just like I can't do this anymore same with Walking Dead yeah you know, I try I can't do this anymore you know I'm sick of like yeah yeah the same, same stories being recycled I'm sick of the bad writing and such and I'm sick of seeing like. Because I think Peter Capaldi could have been an amazing doctor. I think Jerry Whitaker, again, is an amazing doctor, but I just can't be asked to watch them anymore. I, can't I, think, so I, think, I think Matt Smith had it lucky because he had the best companion as well. Oh, what? yes. He had, he had the best companions as well, Matt Smith did. Well, you know... And with the story I'm of River Song as well. A fan of... Uh, of companions, <laughs> that's the best way to say it. But like, you look at um, oh, what's her name? She was in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Karen Gillan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a bit of a babe, isn't she? To be honest, let's let's be, yeah, let's yeah, be yeah. lads for a second. She's a bit of a babe. I, 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 I like the the redheads. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> she yeah, the 
apparently, I, I thought that Amy Pond was an amazing companion. I felt like, you know, her as an actress, as she's gone on to obviously to doing it being like the massive Avengers film films. So, yeah, it's just that the Matt Smith, because like David Tennant was like a big actor when he came into it anyway, and Matt Smith was like fairly unheard of. And I think when he came yeah. in, I think he came in and like absolutely like just stormed it. And I think the, the Amy Pond went out in the episode where she went back in like uh, in New York when she went um, when her and Rory died. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh. Um, I think oh. for me that's the point where I started checking out because I felt like Matt Smith and I felt like Karen Gillan and I felt like I felt the whole thing was. So well put together. I just don't think you could ever get that. That yeah. end. Like, uh, personally, I think the way they got rid of with of Amy and Rory is is so bad. I don't like that storyline at all. It's so yeah, sad. I, I, but really, I agree. I. But like, like the way they got rid of them, it's like as if they, they don't, they didn't have a legacy. Like, they, it's as if they didn't exist at all. But they, yeah. they did. They were in so many places and so many. They were so important in all these different times in history. Like like highlight is the like the American episodes where they're like with the, with the silence and stuff. But like with that, it's like the, they're almost erased in terms of looking back. It's just like ah. Oh. Also, when when they went to America and done the American episodes, shout out um, Mark Shepard being in there as well. If you're a fan of Supernatural, you'll know him as uh, Crowley from The King of Hell. And as soon as I saw him on screen, I was like, fuck yes, Crowley's in there. <laughs> Doctor Who, like, my two favourite TV programmes colliding. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, did, did, did both of you, you know when the whole, like, big trailer came out with the whole spaceman killing um, the Doctor? Mm. Yeah, um, when that was a massive thing, I remember the the adverts being like, oh, "Fuck, he's dead," um, and it being like a massive cliffhanger and stuff like that. I I kind of knew it was 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 River Song, like yeah. it was. I, I remember thinking it's got to be her, <laughs> like it, See, made, I, it made all the sense. <laughs> I don't know if this is bad writing, which I don't think it was because I think Moffat is a really good writer, but I think I've just been. A little bit more intelligent than the average person when it came to watching it because as soon as they done let's kill hitler and they had the robots that were made to morph to look like someone else and you could, yeah. you could i was like that's how they do it i was like yeah that that he is inside the costume and that's a replica of himself burning on on the river like that isn't his body that's 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 a um yeah a robot essentially I was like, that's how they've done it. Like, and after that, I was just like, but to be fair, yeah. I said I've been wa- I've been watching season five, um, whilst at work, and I've only been watching it exclusively while at work because again, like when I get five minutes, I look up and listen to it. Um, but yeah, he's he's literally they've just uh, done the pa- they're now doing the Pandorica, and uh, he said, oh, the oh, Pandorica yeah. opens. What what could everyone want? What's going to be so terrible inside the Pandorica and it turns out it's a prison for him and I remember yeah. that reveal and I was like I loved oh, it yes this I is absolutely, so sick like the highlight of my childhood uh, like late childhood I guess is mm. just seeing all of the monsters in Doctor Who coming together 
even if it was against my hero, which is Doctor Who, just all of them in one place, like the Daleks, the Cyber. Oh, was, I loved it. Like, what all is in the one scariest place. Doctor Who? Oh, it's, I think it is personally uh, one of the scariest is the Empty Child. Oh yeah, What's yeah. That yeah. One? The little, kid, the little kid, the little kid, the little kid with the gas mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking that's a, okay. Woefully terrifying. The one that I don't know what it's called. The one that made me absolutely cry my eyes out when I was younger was the kid who could draw things and they came true. And they drew their father in the. Oh, what fear the, her? Fucking hell! And they, they drew <laughs> that's their a father shit in the episode. Ward. That's like the one of the yeah, worst. Renowned as one of the worst episodes of Doctor Who. But hell. it fucking shit me up because it was just like they drew their father in the back of the closet or something. It's yeah, like, he was oh, like the devil, gonna... wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and it turns out to be hit, like the child's father. And yeah. It's like, Fuck me! What is going on there? And it's because I was it was I was really young at the time. And I was like, fuck! What if I draw something and it comes alive? <laughs> I was. Just... <laughs> but apart from that, probably the the water on Mars one. You know the. That's a fucking scary one. Yeah, oh. I think for me it is the is it the Angels of Darkness? Uh, Angels Take Manhattan, Angel of Darkness. Is that um, what it called? With the Weeping Angels. The Weeping Angels. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something about like them that scare me. That like when you can't see what they're doing. Mm. Is that like, that's when they're doing their their shady stuff. For me, that's just the end of the scariest. I mean, Dar- the uh, Daleks is quite scary because I've been watching like Doctor Who since I was little, like a baby. But uh, like, yeah, my, we've my, my uh, the scariest, scariest, scariest moment I remember as a kid is um, the original Christopher Eccleston Dalek episode <laughs> when he he walks in. He's like, "I'm a doctor. I'm here to help." And he's like, "Doc." And then the fear on Eccleston's face is like fucking paramount, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm re- he's meant to be my hero, and he looks fucking terrified, <laughs> like you know. And I'm just like, ah, oh, shit, man. And like, I remember when when, they, when he's standing at the top of the stairs, and he's like, ah, oh, a Dalek killing machine beaten by a flight of stairs, and he's like, elevate. <laughs> when he starts <laughs> flying, I'm like, for fuck's sake. Can't even be defeated by stairs. I remember the one of the the the, the funniest things that happened is once for Christmas I got I forgot what it's called. You know the the Dalek episode where um is it the King of the Daleks? Which the fucking he's got a face and everything. Supreme Leader tentacles. No, no, no. You're talking of um you're thinking of the oh the human Dalek. Human yeah, Dalek. the human Dalek. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I had a mask for Christmas that spoke. Oh, it was so a human Dalek. The, that is terrifying. You, you put the mask on and it speaks like it, whatever you said. My sister would never let me wear it. I, I opened boxed <laughs> it. I think it cost my mum quite a bit of money. Put it on. My sister never let me wear that ever again. I wouldn't let you wear it ever <laughs> she, again. That is terrifying. She <laughs> cried her eyes out for hours. That was with on um, Christmas Day. Uh, uh, Laszlo and Tallulah weren't it and she, yeah. was, she was a stage girl he was like he became a pig man didn't he yeah and um, god I retained some information about Doctor Who <laughs> and he like he like understood the Doctor to a certain extent but he was still 
Dalek in the same way. Yeah. Was, that was a weird to... episode. Should <laughs> mm. Corey Taylor come into it? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was like, Corey Taylor's in it. And it's like, what's the whole episode? It's like him going, <laughs> like, why am I tuned in for this? That was the Fisher King, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> R.O.P. Everyone's headphones. Sorry about that, lads. Right. <laughs> and you just killed your headphones. <laughs> fucking hell. What's, what's, everyone's, what's everyone's favourite episode ever? Oh, Jesus. That's a big question. I think one has to be the Weeping Angels, the first one with David Tennant, when he's actually not in it that much. And he's like, he's there for a video. Yeah, that's like, a good into one. It. I think that's or that or the one where Amy Pond and Rory the New York one. Oh yeah. really? Wow. Hard hitting, but it's so good. Like it's Mine's so quite bad. a weird one. Go on. Mine's the first Matt Smith episode. The eleven oh, right, yes, that's good. With, good episode. Yeah, with with the the fish fingers and custard and then he like Prisoner Zero. You can't you you know there's something more to that crack. Yeah, to meet the eye, and he's just like, "This is really weird. Why is there a crack in your wall?" And it's it sets up that whole that whole era of Matt Smith with that little crack in the wall. Like you know, even as like a, I think I was like twelve or thirteen, you knew something. There was much more to that crack than than meets the eye. I've, I mean, I, I mean, this podcast. If you if we could keep this up, we could have a podcast purely about Doctor Who, and I'm all for it. By the way. So I uh, don't change the subject, anyone. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this. Um, yeah, so I have three. There are three contenders for the top spot, yeah. and they. So one of them is a double parter, and that is a family of blood, and this the follow on one, which I can't remember what it's called, where David Tennant has to regenerate and becomes human uh, to stay right. away from the family of blood, basically because it's so raw acting from Tennant like he falls in love with he falls in love with Jane and like he he has to then obviously become the doctor and he's like why would why would I why would I make myself human why would he do this to me only to fall in love to get snatched away from me um so that's probably that one um the Zygon episode with uh Capaldi is fucking fantastic because again he's just so angry and so great an episode but my favourite by about a million miles has got to be the 50th special because fucking John Hurt playing the fucking Doctor is fantastic. Fucking David Tennant, Matt Smith, Jenna Coleman in there as well. Like, you know, Billy Piper, just, you know, and the fucking cameo from from fucking uh, Tom Baker as well is fucking great. And he's yes. like, in the, again, like breaking the fourth wall when he's just like, um, maybe you or me, whoever I am, you. And, he's, and then he's like, oh, maybe. And I'm just like, ah, oh, it, it warms my heart. It really did. <laughs> With the yeah, very brief flash of like Peter Capaldi's eyes. Yes. As well. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Like, I watched it at home, and like it was obviously in, on at the cinemas as well. And I remember thinking like. What a time in British television. Like, uh, that was the last time in British television that, like, I feel like we made a massive difference. Like, it was it was amazing. I, wa- I watched um, that episode uh, 
on the big screen at the cinema. And All right. It's hands down one of the best things I've ever seen in the cinema. That that and Endgame, for obvious reasons, <laughs> being very similar in terms of their content, but it was just like, um, and the fucking payoff where they're like, and he's like, uh, they say um, Gallifrey Falls. It's like Gallifrey Falls no more, and it's like, oh, you fucking beautiful, yeah. <laughs> you beautiful human beings writing that story the way you did, you know. It was, yeah, it was like, <sighs> I don't think like British TV could ever get as just amazing as that, other than Inside Number Nine, which I'll probably get into on different podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, oh God, it's I don't know. Too deep, Matt, but Matt Matt Smith in Broadchurch, that's another one. Matt yeah, Matt Smith is just amazing. To be me, fair. David Tennant in Broadchurch, you fool. David Tennant, yeah. Tennant. Matt Smith, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Matt... Forgive him, he's a bit drunk. Forgive him. <laughs> um, but yeah, another good episode was the. I don't even know if it was that good. I just it's like little bits of memory from my childhood that I remember always used to stand out. Was the I think it was a Christmas episode with uh David Tennant with the with the spider woman. Yeah. Oh the Ragnos. Yeah. Yes, that was special one That's uh that was the not the first one, that was the one with uh Catherine Tate, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. And she's yeah, the yeah. she's the bride, and it's always really funny because she's always the bride. Like <laughs> and throughout her tenure on the show, she's always been a bride. Even at the very end, when he goes back to visit all of his all of his companions before he regenerates, she's getting married again, and it's like, it's oh, so good. And the way yeah. he st- the way he stands at the top of the stairs, and she's screaming out by her children and she's like doctor you can stop now and he just looks down at her that that wet puppy dog eyes look he gives her and I'm like oh god I could just simply yeah. fucking David Tennant all day long I swear down that man <laughs> is just fucking and to be fair this is like I said, this is going to be great for the non-audio listeners but I don't know if I can get it or I can bother to get it I will get it give me two seconds That is travelling to try and get something that we don't know what it is. It'll be something Doctor Who related. If it's not now, that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Just pulls out some vinyl album from some uh, yeah. metal band. <laughs> I don't know what you guys said about me, but fuck you for saying it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you should all get this book, which I'm going to read to you guys in the title in a minute. It is called Wit, Wisdom, and Timey Wimey Stuff, the quotable Doctor Who. Right. And my God, this thing is fucking beautiful. Like, it just gives, like, loads of subject matters. Like, and obviously Doctor Who references and quotes. Yeah. Like, and it's just, like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's so fucking awesome. I use this all the time. Like, it's kind of like a reference point, but I'm just like... <laughs> Yeah, Doctor Who is just fucking great, isn't it? Like, let's be honest. Yeah. If you tuned in for anything other than Doctor Who on this episode, we apologise. Yeah. But Doctor Who has well and truly hijacked this podcast right now. Yeah, like, TV shows are, like, the best, really. I think, like, <laughs> I think you can, like, take a lot of stuff from TV programmes, whether or not it is sci-fi or not. Like, um... 
Tiger King. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. Like, it sounds, it sound, you know, I don't want to get, like, too fucking down and shit, but, like, when you go through the shit, like, certain things like TV programs can be there for you. And that sounds like a mental statement, right? So I went through, like, some shit. Like, I'm not going to get into the podcast, obviously. But um, I went through some shit a few years ago. Um, and cause a side effect of going through a trauma caused me to have, um, what's the word where you can't sleep? Insomnia, right? Insomnia. So, but two things saved my ass during insomnia and that, that period of my life. Doctor Who and Dexter, the TV program. Yeah. Because I have probably watched both of those things more times than I care to mention. But I love both of them equally. And like, you know, when I when I was really going through the ringer, you know, like I put on Dexter and I just like this thing is so fucking sick. And I used to watch like two or three episodes of Dexter and it's stuck on Dog Two. So now I look at Dog Two like kind of like a warm blanket. Like yeah. again, when I'm at work, like I don't need to watch Doctor Who, but I'll stick it on. And I can watch it in the background, listen to it, still keep along with the story, and just be like, oh, yeah, I remember this, but this bit's fucking great. Do you know what I mean? And I never used to really get on too much with the old stuff because I was like, oh, I can't really watch the old stuff. It's all really like kooky and kind of old and like really tacky and shit and whatever. How fucking wrong I was. Well. It is tacky, it is low budget, it is pretty terrible in places, but it's still at its core of Doctor Who. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's, I mean. It's fucking great. TV, TV shows are like. They're so, they're so much different to, to films because in a TV show, the, the building of the characters is like the main thing. Building of worlds. Like, yeah. Like with, t- with films a lot of it is up to the imagination whereas with tv the like the, the directors of the tv shows can afford to like create this universe of like where twists can happen where like people can be related to, to other people like there can be crossover movies of different s- things in the same universe like i love that with tv shows it's just uh, there's there's so much to like invest into okay here's a question um what is the best, in your opinion, TV show ever made? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay, so I'll preface this because there's two answers which I personally believe are correct. So I think you're one, wrong. One of which is <laughs> one of which is still running, being Doctor Who. And the other is finished and it is the perfect TV programme and it's breaking bad. Mm. So for me, I think there's a whole podcast of the best shows of all time. Oh, god, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't really want to go in the best show of all time, but Breaking Bad is amazing by a massive, massive long shot. I don't want to go into what my favourite show of all time is because I do feel that there's a podcast. I think is the best show of all time, but Breaking Bad, if I could take a pill and, like, forget... A whole TV show, it'd be Breaking Bad. Without we'll watch it, wow, it's amazing. It's genuinely the like one of the best shows of all time. It's not the best show because I do have another show that is above that, but 
yeah, if I could take a, a pill and forget a program and watch it all from the start again, it would definitely be Breaking Bad because, yeah, you're right, it's fucking amazing. I found it a bit boring, but I need to go and watch it again. <laughs> have, you, have you watched the whole thing? No, I watched five episodes and I thought... Oh, see, Reese, Reese, Reese. Right, I know, I know everybody says this to people, but yeah. you need to watch the whole thing, man. The first, The first season is difficult. See, I think the first series is fucking brilliant. But yeah, like, me too. Just... But I can understand a lot of people yeah, yeah, might yeah. struggle. Get over that first hump, and that's it. Yeah, you are fully. But to be fair, he kills what he kills Tuco in like the fucking first episode, second episode. We chokes him out yeah. with the fucking bike lock in the cellar. I'm like, that's already like him starting on his way to becoming, you know, Walter White. You know, I think like oh, I don't ruin it. I don't. I'm not going to ruin it. But like, no, yeah, they ruin it. Like, right. A certain character says in one of the last episodes where someone says, "I'm not going to ruin it." I'm really not going to ruin it. But someone says, "Okay, you are the most intelligent person in the room," and that's all I'm going to say. Like, I think that moment alone is like one of the best moments on TV I I'll tell you the the bit that sent fucking because the thing is I watched Breaking Bad late I was late to the party it was already been on Netflix for a while at this point and I was like everyone's you have to watch it a bit like everyone's banging on about the Mandalorian at the minute saying you have to watch it which I will (laughs) watch it over Christmas mate 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 mate. (laughs) I'm gonna watch it over Christmas don't worry I know yeah Um, I saved every episode to watch as well yeah um I'm not going to say anything. Please don't. Please don't. There's a bit in Breaking Bad where Hank's sat on the toilet and, like, opens the book and it clicks in his brain and I'm just like, fuck. That is is an Obama drop the mic moment if you ever see one. One of my favourite bands of all time is The Defiled. Yeah. You haven't mentioned it. I might have (laughs) (laughs) Like... We saw that uh, I think I mentioned it. Uh, no, I know I mentioned it earlier on the podcast when Sin Defiled and they opened for Dragon Force. Mm. And like, we um, we actually paid for a uh, meet and greet beforehand. So it was a bit rubbish, uh, if I'm honest. But we actually bumped into them after the uh, gig ended, and that was like so much better. And I was actually wearing a. Um, a t-shirt that actually had um, Heisenberg on the t-shirt because this t-shirt's amazing. They actually put a picture on the uh, on their Facebook page and the best uh, best t-shirt of the tour so far, which is pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> uh, but he was chatting to me about uh, Breaking Bad, and he goes, "Have you have you seen the latest episode?" It was like alluded to what you had seen. I was like, "No, I haven't actually yet." He goes, "It's amazing, and it's one of the." Um, the shows that like, like there's a lot of programs you can watch like over and over and over and over again. It doesn't matter like what if you've seen it once before. But Breaking Bad is the one the one show you, like it's just amazing to watch the first time through. Without a doubt, it's just a it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> so I, I have the same. I have the is same. That- you see, you guys both seen Dexter. Yes, all the way through. Yeah, so, Reese, are you planning on watching it? I've got lots of things to watch. (laughs) Okay, you may well cover your ears, because 
like, spoilers, but um, season one to four, fucking amazing. <laughs> oh no, see, I've gone all, I've gone all the way in. I love everything about it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Apart from that ending, <laughs> and also how excited are you that it's coming back? Amazingly excited. Right. So the bit when he's when when um he kills well he doesn't kill her but through no fault his own Deb dies. Oh, it's fucking ch- and and he's like he's like the only person I could ever love and I couldn't even save her and he dumps her body in the river and I'm like I can't. I can't. I'm just. That is awful. Huh? The last episode is awful. <laughs> but the bit, the bit as well when he's um, when he's when he's in the chapel, and he's about he's got the, he's he's about to kill that bloke on the table, and she runs in, and yeah. you're like, Oh, thanks, his son. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Although there was that weird bit with the weird incestual kind of relationship, oh, wasn't it? I was yeah. like, oh, why did you have to do yeah. that? Yeah, it was just like I get, is- I get that you're a weird psychopathic loner. I get that, but don't. We know you love your sister, but you don't love love your sister. Stop it. It's weird. Season four <laughs> of Dexter is probably the best season of anything ever, but the ending. It's, it's just fucking crap. He's just I'm laughing. Pleased. I'm so pleased that they're like continuing it on because the ending of like the whole of the whole of Dexter was just so bad. I mean, it paid off in the end because they managed to get him back. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. That took, that took some balls from them. Like, like lumberjack mill, and there yeah. was someone perhaps at the table. I'd be like. Fair enough. He's cracking on as normal. But the fact that he just looks at the camera and that's it. You're like, is that the ending? Yeah. Seriously, the ending. And I, I could go into it, but I'm, I'm, I'm far too drunk to sort of go into it. But <laughs> <laughs> as is the uh, theme of the podcast. But like, yeah, I'm too drunk to go into it, but I have a lot of thoughts on it. And uh, don't, get, don't get me started on Lost. Oh my god! I never even bothered. I never even bothered. And oh god, because my favourite TV series of all time is Lost. You're joking. I love Lost. I love Lost. Huh? I Lost. Lost. How is your favourite of all but, time? What brilliant. are you on about? It's so it's fucking brilliant. amazing. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. It's fucking Apart amazing. From, minus the ending, which so the ending's arguably, brilliant. The ending is, yeah. is, is, is so con- is so controversial, but there's no other way they could have ended it. There's literally the way they, they ended it <laughs> leaves it actually open to interpretation. Like you can, I can feel take this is, another, this is definitely another podcast, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lost, Lost Lost is a rabbit is hole. Brilliant. Lost is a fucking amazing series. <laughs> the is. first the Over first eight. two, the first two, two to three seasons is literally the best, the most fun I've had watching something in my life. Jesus Christ! The concept of uh, um, people like of it, them playing off as just a a crash on a desert island um, is, and then it being so much more is such a good idea. Like they played on such like like early drama kind of from from the 60s and stuff of like 
survival on a on a on an island. There's no water and there's no food, and then they just made it with all this like added background and all this kind of. I think oh, we'll do a whole podcast fuckery, and I think we oh, will. Yeah, at some point, because <laughs> personally, I love it. And like, oh, thank you, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> really, I think like it, it. It's something I get into arguments about. <laughs> yeah, because I think it's fantastic. It's one of my favorite programs. But I understand when people complain about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's fucking brilliant. So. I'm the same with like opera programs like the end of the Sopranos, which uh, I won't go too much into for spoiler reasons for like best <laughs> of the time. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, Lost is is definitely up there. It's okay. I'll just yep. cut you off mid sentence. It's fine. That's how we end the podcast. <laughs> Do it Soprano style. Just, just mid sentence. <laughs> just stop. That's it. Matt, have you have, have you ever watched? Have you ever watched Lost? No, I, I watched the first oh. season. I was like, nah, it's not really for me. You've watched the first season, you thought it wasn't for you. That season was, I think it was a free, then fair enough, I think. Yeah fair, yeah, fair enough. I thought the first the first season was drags me in completely. Like, whoa. I think uh, Lost and like 24 were the first two programs that really sort of like set up what how we consume TV now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, well, Lost was like the, the staple of, of how a, a TV show would go in the future. Like, yeah, having think, a complete universe. Have you watched 24? No, I haven't watched 24. Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to absolutely break. I'm really sorry, but I need to just say, I've just seen a meme. I, again, audio-based podcast. Apologies for audio listeners, but you probably find it on Facebook. So, you know the 10 Downing Street uh, um, post where it says, stay at home, protect the nature, save lives? Okay. Yeah. Imagine Chris Kamara, yeah. the football pundit, <laughs> yeah? And there's been another lockdown in the UK, but who for Chris Kamara? I don't know, Jeff. Has there? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gary. Off, but I thought it was like a substitution. All right, oh, God, that's just really very chuckle. Sorry. No. Oh. No, I can't say I've ever seen 24. And again, one that passed me by. Um, oh, the thing is, it was at the very start of like this whole new serial like thing. So, like, 24 was like the first one. Like, Lost was quite soon after, and Heroes was quite a big one. Andy, 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 Heroes. Oh my god, I'm so glad you said that because I fucking love Heroes. Oh, let's talk about Heroes for a bit. Reese, have you ever seen Heroes? You're probably too young to have watched no. Heroes. Oh, mate, fuck. What a fucking... Pro- what a convoluted programme, but what a fucking, fucking great programme as well. Did you watch Heroes Reborn, Andy? I didn't know. Mate, that is, is well worth a watch. It's still I got, it's still got um, Mr. Bennett in it and a couple of others. It's good. Yeah, I know Henry, Henry Sprowski was in it from... Um, I'm a big fan of his because he's in the last podcast on the left <laughs> uh, as one of the uh, characters. But no, I, have, I didn't actually give much chance beyond series four. I think. See, I went all in. I went. I watched series four and went all in. I was, yeah, I remember watching that because um, that came out when I was in college. So me and my friend uh, Georgina, shout out Georgina, uh, wherever you are in the world, my dear. Um, yeah, literally, we used to binge watch that every single Wednesday. 
when I came on. It was like 9 o'clock on BBC Two. And then the following Thursday morning, we'd have ICT together. So we'd literally sit there for a whole hour just discussing the nights before Hero. <laughs> like, it was so fucking good. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Like, fucking amazing. What brilliantly, what a brilliant concept for a TV program, though. It's a shame yeah. it just got really convoluted and really complicated. But um, yeah. that first season is unfuckable. Like, literally unfuckable. That sounds like Lost. <laughs> got really complicated towards the end Cause oh but like the thing is I'd, I'd consider myself like a hardcore uh, Heroes fan and even I got fucking confused like it took me ages to figure out what the fuck was going on because so right. they kept like bringing in new storylines new characters and yeah. they kept like harping back to episodes like three seasons ago and it was like I've got no so, idea what the fuck's going on right now if, if you think you don't have an idea what's going on I, like, I love Lost because Mate, purely the first three seasons, the characters like enough, like like anything small that happens to them that's sad, like it makes you completely like wrecked and in like mm. tears if anything happens to them. Like you just get to the, these like little, um, like really deep connection with all these characters because you basically just see them kind of come into their own on this island. Yeah. But fuck me, if I was to tell you, so you know you have flashbacks in. Um, in in seasons and stuff yeah for sure so in lost i'm not going to say much more than this because if we do a podcast i'll explain a bit more they have flash sideways fucking hell I mean, does that, that make sense <laughs> does that, that make is sense too, that is too much for my no. brain to understand exactly. flash sideways <laughs> and Ima- flash imagine, forwards and flashbacks yeah, that's that's fucking mad and they never explain which is a flash forward back or sideways so you kind of got to guess which is kind of to do with the twists because you kind of think you might think that something's a flashback turns out it's a flash sideways or something's a flash sideways but it turns out it's a flashback and that these two people knew each other the whole time it's like it's yeah crazy crazy stuff on lost and it makes all the sense and no the, none of the sense in all the same way and i love the fact that they they take like literature and they take like English literature like of mice and men they include it into like some of the main stories like the lessons learned and all the themes and all those kind of old English books into this really complicated universe oh so good lost man Amazon Prime get on it (laughs) man I could think of nothing worse than watching fucking lost right now Wow, no, but we we are. Done. This is obviously we're we're forty six minutes, and we discussed like a good half an hour of Doctor Who, which I'm well happy about because I want to do a Doctor Who podcast for ages, and we're still going to do proper Doctor Who podcast at some point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like we need to do one about uh, movies and TV programs because clearly, like, yeah, yeah, there's lots. <laughs> there is a hell of a lot of good TV programs out there. Andy's just gone for another slash. I mean, to be honest, I'm I'm pretty hammered right now. How are you feeling? I'm wavy. You're wavy. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised that you're doing better than both of us, to be honest. But um what I would recommend is for anyone actually who is still listening to this utter shit show. But to be fair, this is actually the best podcast out of the three, to be fair. <laughs> which is mental, but um yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. I forgot. No, what I was going to say was, um, 
yeah, like you should obviously with the lockdown stuff, bringing it back to that, definitely get your friends on Zoom and get some beers in. Yeah, because this, this is what this has just been. Basically. Yeah, re- regardless of recording it for a podcast, this has been fucking great fun. Like, yeah, we do this pretty much every week anyway, but we just do it without the beer because we're meant to be professionals. But you know, like we are professionals. Was the second podcast an hour and a half long? I don't even remember. Yeah, I think it was. We got an hour <laughs> for the first one, an hour and a half for the second one, and this is now coming to nearly an hour on this one. So I don't know how I'm going to schedule this all in before Christmas, but fuck it. I'm, just gonna, I'm probably just going to put it out tonight, to be fair. Edit it up and put it out tonight. Fuck it. Hey, bud. But oh, and he's back. And he's back. I was like... It always sounds like, and he's back, as in, like, and not <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and he's back. Yeah. Um, we were just discussing we're going to do a uh, movie-based uh, fucking TV program-based podcast. God, I'm drunk. I can't even talk. Uh, <laughs> and also, miraculously, Reese has come out the best out of all three of us. <laughs> which is fucking ridiculous. Um, these fucking white claws have fucked me up really that hard. That young blood. That young blood. That young blood, eh? Oh, oh bay, I hope you had a lovely day. Although, although, what? if I had any kind of wine, I'd be fucked. Yeah, but you're <laughs> fucking drinking there's, wine. There's, cer- there's certain alcohol, like, if I touch wine, I'll be on the floor. Like... <laughs> okay, so, we're let's say, we're... It is now quarter past eleven in the evening. Um, I'm pretty drunk, and he's already fucked. Reese is getting there. Um, we're we're we've we've uh, it's now coming up to the fifteen minute mark. So I think that is a, probably a good point to end this podcast. Um, thank you so much if you listened to this far. We apologise <laughs> for any offence. Um, Viva the never mind Polly podcast here's to 2020 lads clink through webcams clink clink of my orange juice orange juice I love it I have all the way around (laughs) we will is the next one Christmas yeah it would be yeah Uh, Christmas day and so next up is our Christmas day special so enjoy and we'll see you soon Bye. bye for now Oh, 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 oh,